Hello? Is this thing on? Alright. Three. Two. We just cruising. Thank you for the time. But it's about that time. Hey. We just cruising. Remember, stimulate your mind. Look out for the signs. You'll be fine. Yeah. We just cruising. You are now in tune too. It's your boy. The one, the only. Mr. Steelio Chick. <laughs> Cruiser. Bruiser. AKA Isaiah. What it do, y'all? Hey, I got a jam-packed full of juiciness. We're going to be talking about, I think, what's something y'all love to talk about. Love. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about relationships. And let's talk about how that kind of intertwines for men first. We'll do the men part, and then we'll do a, maybe tomorrow we'll get into more depth about the, the women. But And I mean that in the sense of we're going to talk about mother's love and how... The man, you know, has just a, such a deep love for their mothers and how they, you know, use their mother as an image to um, manifest a woman that is just like her, uh, obviously, as their new, as for their wife, you know. So we'll get into that. But um, first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening. Um, I'm just so grateful and thankful for everyone here. Again, shout out to my boy, Kid Good. You know what it is. This track is nice, bro. I'm super hyped about it. Still love it all the time. Love listening. Love listening to it all the time, bro. But um, yeah, I want to thank you guys again. And uh, let's just get into it, man. Let's just get into it. So, like I said, we're gonna be talking about love. I'm gonna talking about relationships. And on the relationship part, I'm gonna, obviously we're gonna dive into it. But I have my best top five best tips when being in a relationship. Um, but first, let's just talk about love. Love. What is love? First of all, like, I mean, I always answer my questions with the question, what is love? You know, what is happiness? Because it's all different for people, you know? So, obviously, my type of love is going to be different than your type of love. Obviously, some people in the world that are, you know, have gone through tough times or have, you know, been around a, a man or a woman who have put them through tough times, um... That could be their love, the way that they get treated, you know. That's and that's if you think that that's not a thing in real life, that is definitely a thing in real life. People love relationships like that, you know. They they have to have that, you know, kind of. I mean, it's sad to say, but that's true, you know. It's, it's that's just the facts. There's some people who like live and are thrilled to have a relationship like that, and that's okay, and that's their love, and I'm not one to judge, and I'm not one to say that that's even that's not even I'm not even one to judge that that is not even love, you know what I'm saying? Their love is their love, and that's what it is. Um, but um, for me personally, um, I don't think love is jealous. I don't think love is selfish. I don't think love is ignorant. I don't think love is uh, irresponsible. I don't think love is anger. I don't think love is... Hmm... I don't think love is something that 
has any part of the con the 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 any kind of piece of the word hate or that kind of correlates to the word hate or you know that's just not what love is love is like um compassionate love is caring love is warm love is spiritual love is a connection love is not sex love is being in one's presence you know what i'm saying like i said your love would be different than my love you know maybe you don't think you know whatever some of my things are you don't believe those but moral of the story is love everyone wants love and they don't know i mean i was kind of thinking about just on my way home i was listening to a song i forgot what song i think it was by russ i was bumping the russ today and he was talking about um being like the song was called being your favorite rapper and basically obviously like he said something about him tw- being 22 falling in love or something and i was like damn bro like you remember the times like being 22 years old bro like trying to just like find what you so-called love is you know people i feel like i mean i was looking for real love you know i, I felt like i was maybe i wasn't but you know, like, and then again i can't really remember much back then anyway but um i remember like people really finding love you know trying to find that love like at a young age right and it's so weird that you would think that a lot of people would be like no i don't really want to find love at a young age i don't want to get tied down for from you know from high school or from like junior college or whatever college you know mainstream college whatever i don't want to do that i just want to have fun party and do my thing you know you would think right but there's some people out there that are different breeds and they're more into that kind of thing, which is dope, you know, and bless them for, you know, finding their, you know, their soulmate and, you know, settling down and, you know, taking those steps to, you know, you know, become either a married couple or whatever the case may be. Um, but that's crazy, you know, and like thinking about I was thinking about it, too, in my in my for me, as in my age, as I'm 27 and I was like, dude, like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm looking for love still. But at the same time, like, I know that I don't really try at the same time because I know how hard it is now. It was kind of, it was, it felt a lot easier in, you know, an early, at a young age because you, everyone was mostly, you were talking to within, you know, the vicinity, the vicinity, I can't say that word right now, within the environment or the area or the city, you know, they were all close together, so... And your friends knew their friends, their friends knew. So it was all easy communication, you know. Like, yeah, I'm going to go kick it with her. Oh, cool. That's what's up, bro. Let her know. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, for sure, bro. Maybe you can come over later, bro. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like it just felt family. Like, everyone knew everything. You know what I'm saying? And now, like, kind of when you move away, um, it's kind of harder. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to be in a, you know... Like, for a San Diego example, going from my hometown, which is a small city town, everybody knows everybody, and their mama knows everything, too. You know what I'm saying? The, the you know, the, the the people by the the drifters that are just chilling by Walmart, they even know the, they even know the damn rumors. The bums, you know, they even know the damn rumors about what's going on. That's how small the city is, you know what I'm saying? And so once you kind of, like, once you're in that environment for so long and you're trying to find love, it's so easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy to kind of be open. It's kind of easy to, you know... Um, 
be loud, be, you know, outgoing. It's okay to, you know, be able to be those things. But when you move away, it's totally different now. I don't know what it is, and I don't know why that mindset takes place. It just comes in out of nowhere. Maybe it's just me, but I can remember times, like, I would go out, bro, and I would not try to be like like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it was. I'm like, maybe San Diego's just more classy, you know? Maybe it's more, like, um, less, uh, like, um emotional i don't know what to which one i call it but i just felt like nah like i'm gonna just chill like i don't want to kind of be like open talking to people you know what i'm saying i don't know what it is maybe it's the fear of i don't know what the fear it is but it's a fear of something because i felt that before too like just i felt that times where i'm like trying to be myself around like other people and it's kind of weird because they don't really know like your true self and like if they think that you're weird they think your true self is weird and then you're like going back and forth like damn i shouldn't have done that like now nah, i feel weird let's get out of here like what the heck so many thoughts run through your mind off one little thing you know um but yeah i don't know it just feels different it's a lot easier to find love at a young age but you would think like as we age and as we mature you know, it'd be so much easier because I'm sure the other people that are my same age, they want love too. And if they want love like I want love, then that's going to be so much easier. I don't have to worry about, you know, them talking to other high school kids walking by and getting jealous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some childish stuff. I don't have to worry about that because if they want love, they'll, you know, find love and they'll be willing to take those, uh, those you know, steps to get to where they want to be in life when it comes with when it comes to talking about love so it's super hard and it's super weird and love nowadays is just really really awkward um now nah, i'm not saying from like experience i just i just what i think and what i feel and like just the vibes like um it's kind of weird now like you it used to be cool back then to kind of walk up to women and be hey what's up and don't believe me, I still do that because that's, to me, I think women think that that's hot. You know what I'm saying? And I think that turns them on. So I'm definitely going to, I will always do that. But at times, sometimes it's been like, nah, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, don't come up to me and try to talk to me. Like, where are you? Are you weird? Like, that's not normal. Like, the norms of society, you know, like, that's not a normal thing to do to walk up to a person. And, you know, we got social media, we got dating apps, all this stuff, bro. Um... But I know people who don't like, like, nah, they, like, nah, I'll, I'll see if I can try to find her on Instagram or off Facebook or I'll see if someone knows her like that. Because it's so much more comfortable to type rather than to be in front and be like a damn in a game. It's basically what it is, a game. You know, you got to perform. And if you can't perform well, then you're probably not going to win the game. Leave it at that. So I think a lot of men, especially, obviously... Um, I think it's attractive when a woman steps up, you know. I think that's dope. She's not afraid. She's fearless. Kind of what you want. Kind of what you want in a woman, you know, a fearless woman for sure. That's what I know. That's what I know. Wow, I, I want. Um, and then we'll get back into the whole mother's love and how that relates as well. Just kind of a little topic too as well. But um, yeah, I mean. But then again, girls are just really stuck up nowadays too. And again, like I don't know where that like generalistic idea came up from i don't know where it came from maybe it's just me my inner thoughts or maybe it's me learning from like i don't know from experiences online or experiences like watching on you tiktok or facebook or whatever this whatever it is 
that makes me believe that women are more stuck up or maybe it's just me and my experiences when I try to talk to women maybe they're like nah 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 um but to me it feels that they are and I think that's also like kind of like a reason why some men are um scared but like I, I i'm like me like i always tell my homies like i'll talk to any girl if i feel like i want to talk okay this girl's cute i'll go talk to her it's not that it's not the fact that i like i'm scared to go talk to her but if i'm gonna go talk to someone i'm gonna go talk to someone that i think like is gonna be can possibly be something or if not something like at least we can get it in or you know mutually like be like hey what's up let's get it let's get it she's like i'm down i'm down and then we just, you know, just start, you know, you know, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Nah, but yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with being, being denied. My Like I told a story a long time ago on this on my podcast on one of the past previous episodes a long time ago. When I was at, when I was at my old school, my last, my last college school at Laverne, uh, I had a homie named Grant. Me and Grant, bro, we were the best. We were the wingman of wingmans. We were going down in wingman history. Um, we were called the Gruesome Twosome, uh, and I got that name from, uh, it's always selling in Philadelphia, it sounds gross, but it's actually pretty dope, um, but, obviously, like I said, he's, we're wingmen, so, I'm always, you know, he's there for me, and I'm there for him, but, he noticed, like, when I would go out, like, I was not, like, he called, he said, you're an animal, bro, you're, you're an animal, bro, you, how do you, basically, he's like, how do you, how do you keep going like how do you like go up to a girl get denied and then be cool about it and not have like no fucking um shame or feel down on yourself bro and he 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 told me this and i was like that's funny that you say that bro because i've i've had another one of my good homies tell me that and he my homie grant was calling he called me a tank bro because he said that basically every time i went up to a girl and i got denied it was just like a bullet just bouncing off of my shit because I just don't care in the sense of like, okay, she denied me. Who cares, bro? When's the next time I'm going to see this chick, bro? Am I going to see this chick every single day of my life? Bro, after this, I'm never going to see the chick again, bro. And that's just the facts. And I, I haven't seen any of the chicks like I've that I've tried to... Well, maybe a few, obviously. I, I'm not, I mean, I can't say it's not impossible you're going to see them. Of course you're going to see them, but you're not going to be weird. It's not going to be weird when you see them because... You know, obviously they know you're attracted to them. You know, whatever the case, you, we, they may be attracted to you. Now they're now they're attracted to you, whatever the case. But I'm not afraid to get denied because I'm not afraid to like wake up the next day and talk about it to somebody. Like, yeah, bro, I got denied real quick. It was cool because I just don't have that sense of like, um, like I don't know them personally. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like me. It's like a complete stranger saying no to me. And how can I get how can I get mad or feel a certain way? about a stranger who knows nothing about me um and and denied me denied me to getting to know them you know what i'm saying like that's really if you if you get sad because you get denied that's kind of that's not gonna say pathetic but that's kind of a weak-minded and a weak a brittle spirit i would say um don't be afraid to get denied man like that's part of the the learning curve y'all you gotta kind of get you know you gotta get in get out if you get denied all right cool that's what's up I'll learn from the next one. Let's go. Where's the next one at? Where's the next one? Next at bat. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, me and my homie Grant, we, we, we mean, let's just say we, you know, we did it. We did, we, we go, like I said, we going down in history and uh, that's all I can say. And, um, 
there's been a lot more no's than yes, and that's cool. And I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, that's part of life. You gotta learn to accept a no and move on, and not be afraid or let your confidence be tainted by something like that. Because that's no reason to be, you know, uh, sh- rattled at all in any case or any scenario in life. You're never gonna see those girls again, and. You never know. Eventually, they might even, you know, stumble upon your page and, wow, this guy's actually cute. I remember him trying to get at me. I'm going to see if he's still, like, kind of, if he still is into me like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it just kind of leads to other doors that are locked right now. But, you know, just give it time and maybe they'll they'll reopen. You'll find the key. So, I know that was a whole lot on love. I know I was bouncing around like I normally do. Um, but that's kind of how I like to do my podcast. I don't really do editing, so whatever I say here is what you what you hear. I don't edit anything out. I'm all natural, baby. But uh, yeah, I know I bounce around quite a bit on love, and um, we'll just jump on to kind of the certain things. Like I said, I had my top five uh, best relationship tips. So we'll talk a little about relationships first and then we'll get into it. So obviously relationships, I love them. They're great. Uh, they're meant to be perfect, but obviously we're human. So we learn, we kind of know how to destroy things. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what a perfect relationship is. Um, I don't think there are any perfect relationships. Uh, if they say they that, that there is they have a perfect relationship obviously it's not literally it's figuratively um and like i said i don't know what perfect is but for me a perfect relationship is um someone that i can if like just super randomly i lost my phone and i'm in another state or country on you know a boys trip or um like a whatever like a work trip or you know whatever the case is um let's just say boys trip but it's a boys trip you know maybe to like salt lake city or whatever some wax state whatever we're gonna go snowboarding or whatever in the winter um and i happen to lose my phone or whatever the case may be that she knows in her heart like if i'm gone for these like she's not gonna contact me for them these next three days but she knows in her heart for a hundred percent sure that I will never, I will not cheat, and I will not do anything to be disloyal to her and to the relationship that we've built over these whatever some years. Um, that's to me what a perfect relationship is. That she, I, and the same goes for her. Like, okay, uh, maybe she's out in Vegas, whatever the case is. Um, as scary as that sounds, and she doesn't have her phone. Um, I would fully 100% cross my heart, whatever, my whole brain, my whole body, my spirit, everything in me believes me, believes her when she, you know, tells me that and I will fully believe and trust in her and um, understand and listen to her that, you know, nothing happened out there and I, I I can believe that. That's what I want in a relationship and I think that's what a perfect relationship is. Um, Again... No one really knows what a perfect relationship is, but per- that's for me uh, subjectively. Um, and as far as the tips, so my number one tip, actually, I wouldn't even say it, number one because it was kind of hard. Obviously, number one would probably be trust, but I didn't rate these. I just kind of wrote them down as they came to me uh, or that I thought to them. And this is not in any order, okay? So I'll just bounce around. I'll start with one. 
don't keep score. Don't keep score with your, with your you know, significant other in the sense of, oh, I bought you this, remember? Like, now it's your turn. Like, don't. Oh, my gosh. That's just going to cause so much trouble, bro. That's going to cause so much. Remember when I did this and what did you do? Oh, no, bro. Oh, no. That's, that's, that's foul. That's a stench. That is a nasty stench. You don't want to do that, bro. That's that's for sure just waiting uh, for disaster to occur. And if you say something like that, bro, best believe you either go get beat down or she'll be, okay, what about me? And then she'll do the same thing to you. But at the same time, that's that's more of a insecurity, you know. I mean, I've, I've, I've felt that before too as well, you know, being the man, uh, having to like pay for most of everything. Like that's kind of the... As a man, that's what you're expected to do, and, and as every man should want to do that, and um, not want their, you know, spouse or daughters or sons or daughter boys to never have to um, worry about that for sure. And that was one of my insecurities, and I always wanted to do that. And you know, there's some times where I couldn't, you know, obviously buy things that I wanted to buy, and I did not want her to do anything about it either, and I didn't want her to. Um, you know, fork money over. That's just how it was, and that's how I am, and that's how I'll always be. Um, but at the same time, too, I will never, I would never use that against her, though, because I'm doing that because I willingly want to do that, not because she's expecting me to do that. Um, so that one's there's that one. Don't keep score. Number five, trust. Obviously, you gotta have trust. Like I said, love the perfect relationship for me. I gotta have that trust, and I trust her that she's gonna be faithful to me. Um, for those next three days, but whenever I don't talk to her, whenever I, whenever I talk to her and, um, I would be, I will believe that with my whole heart and my whole soul and, uh, not second guessing myself tell, you know, your inner Isaiah to, to shut the hell up and that it's not, it's not, it's not like that. And you're dumb and, you know, get out of my head, that little voice in our heads that tries to always convince us and tell us like, yo, nah, bro, like that scan, bro, like all of a sudden she loses her phone, bro. And then you kind of go back and look back at other messages where kind of you think that, oh, okay, she's probably talking to someone because, look, she said this too past in the past, and I didn't recognize it until now. And now all of a sudden she moves her thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let those voices in your head try to sway you to believe something that isn't even true. And then that's just going to make you feel stupid once you find out that in actuality that like, she never even cheated. And her girl and her and and her it was like maybe her she wasn't even drinking and she wasn't even partying and she was just wanted to talk to you and just was missing you and you're over here suspecting that she's cheating because of things she said in the past and you're just misinterpreting it because of the little stupid head uh, voice in your head she all that bro don't just trust and believe the more you trust and believe as time goes on bro the easier it'll be and you'll have to and it'll be just like nothing I was watching um. The whole Conor McGregor Poirier fight, fight up, you know, hype. Big UFC fan. Maybe we'll talk about that uh, a little later. But um, uh, he knocked him out. He knocked him out, and he looked out to this crowd, looked at his woman. He said, "I love you." I was like, "Dog, you know how, you know how dope that is, bro." He just conquered another man, and the first thing out of his mouth is to his woman, "I love you." That's love, bro. That's what I want right there. That's a perfect relationship. I just got done beating the brakes off this boy back here. And the first thing I'm going to say is, I love you, baby. Shit. 
if she didn't get hmm, if there wasn't an ocean in the in the in the in the crowd i don't want it if there wasn't an ocean in the crowd i don't want it <laughs> Duh, that's crazy that's how much trust that's trust bro that's that trust that was built you know what i'm saying the next one listen man you got to listen and this is mostly for the men basically listen this is for the women too though listen um but this is just in general you gotta listen being a boyfriend isn't hard it's actually super easy and we have the blueprint to everything we already have it actually i would say we have the blueprint but we can't really see it we're we're trying to like you know figure it out but it's very easy in the sense that the blueprint is her mouth basically just don't you know let her talk and uh i was gonna make a joke but it's kind of dirty um but anyway um listen to her bro it's simple it's so simple hey babe can we go over here no i don't like going there i think people are dumb i, I think the music is dumb and there's always uh, too many drunk people that um i don't know i don't know i'm saying that that's a stupid example that's a stupid example uh, let me change it up um hey babe can i go out with my homies you know whatever on late notice you know what i'm saying you know I hate when you, and she's like, ah, you know I hate when you do this. You know that, right? You know, if it was me, you would, you know, I would stay home. And then whatever, whatever, whatever. So then after that, bro, you should know, or even before, you shouldn't have been gone. You're like, you know what? I understand, babe. I, I, I'll stay home. That's it. Bro, best believe she's going to see that. She's going to be in, in, like, in awe. And obviously, like, yeah, you could have had fun, rage with the boys. But, bro... At the end of the day, your girl is going to be the one to console you, to hold you, to kiss you, lick you, hump you. The boys ain't going to do that. Shoot. I, I mean, my boys are my boys. You know what I'm saying? I know I can tell them everything, but as men, we don't tell each other anything. But we, we, but we also know when we should tell someone something, we tell our boys. But for the most part, you know, we're cool. We we don't I don't really for me personally, like I feel like I'm a man man, you know, so I don't want I don't want to tell my problem. I don't want to look weak in front of my homies. I wanna look strong in front of my homies all the time. You know what I'm saying? And um our women's become that. You know, it's our mothers first, our our mother and our father first, primarily our mother, but um as time goes on, you're gonna need that woman to you know to do that and you're gonna have to listen to her and listen to what her needs are and what her her wants are and expectations are you know what i'm saying if she goes in telling you bro hey we're gonna go into this party but i don't want you getting super drunk i want you just to chill and i want you to have a good time with us okay i don't want you being blackout drunk right there okay babe i won't i probably won't even drink actually okay that's cool thank you babe you know what i'm saying that's it's just kind of like common courtesy to listen you know what i'm saying or even like for the girls you know what i'm saying like um oh this might be a little harsh harsher though must be a little harsher though but but you got to listen to the man too in his request because i don't think the man's requests are going to be as um uh, as like lucrative as the female's requests are for a for a male request it would be like hey i want you to stop talking to this guy and you'd be like okay babe i'll stop talking to him yeah that's it you know what i'm saying and that should be the end of it instead not instead of like no, like, I've known him for so long, like, 
you know, I get it, the relationship's there, but at the same time, too, like, if, if a girl told a guy you need to stop talking to this girl, he'll be like, okay, he should be like, okay, but if he said, nah, like, I've known her for my whole life, what's your argument then, you know what I'm saying, like, you can't ask him, you got, you can't ask him to do the same thing if you can't do that, you know what I'm saying, so for that kind of, like, instant, like, that's got to be up to them to decide, and if, if, I mean, you can have guy friends. I'm cool with guy friends. I'm not worried about that. I, I'm pretty confident in, in who I am and who I'm with, so I'm not really worried about that. But um, some men are, and that's kind of sad and tragic, but it is what it is, and hopefully they'll fix that. But listen, it's all you got to do. It's very simple. The blueprint's in her mouth. You just got to talk to her and try to figure it out. It's just a problem, bro. It's just like a math problem. Real tricky. Real tricky. A lot of formulas. Um, the next one I want to talk about is the past is the past. Yeah, that's basically self-explanatory. Whatever happened in the past is the past. Don't bring up things from the past because that's dumb. If you're together still and you still talk about that stuff, bro, like that's dumb. Like why are we together then? You said you forgave me, but yet you're over here telling me this and this and this and that. Come on, bro. Like that ain't right. You said you're over this, so let's get over this. Maybe that's what's holding us back. Maybe maybe you can't let that go. Maybe we should just be apart. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like that whole past the past. We both have past. And they all both don't, and they both don't care anymore. They don't matter no more. Especially like if, uh, like you guys never dated, and you guys both are like together and learning about each other's past. Like that's like the past, the past, bro. Like whatever happened back there is is garbage. Don't even worry about that. Just worry about the future. And that's the same thing for you know relationships. If you guys do you know something happens in the first relationship and you guys get back together, like the past is the past. You know what I'm saying? Now you gotta trust and believe in me again. You can't just not, I'm what I'm saying. So, because if you don't, then don't be with me. Don't be in a relationship with me. Wait until you're ready. Don't just try to do it just to hold me down. You know what I'm saying? So, that's my take on that. And then the last one is, do it because you want to. Uh, don't, man, don't do something just because you think she wants that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Do it because it's out of your love, out of your, your heart, compassion, because you want to do that stuff. You know, you want to make her feel happy. You want to make her feel like a queen. You want to feel like she's the most important woman in your life and the only woman in your life. You know what I'm saying? You kind of want her to feel like a queen, literally like a queen in uh, you know, a Disney movie. I, I love the movie uh, Beauty and the Beast. I love that movie. That's my favorite movie. The Beauty and the Beast is such a great movie because I picture me as the Beast. I think that's why. But women want you know to be treated like a, like a queen, a princess. Um, maybe we'll talk about that Beauty and the Beast later, because that's some deep stuff right there, bro. Real deep, real deep, and um, I can really relate to the Beast, because that's kind of I, how I feel I am, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we'll talk about it right now, but um, that's kind of how I feel right now, I'm saying, in the sense of, like, when it comes to love, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've tried, you know, it is what it is, I'm, I'm cursed, I'm a Beast, I don't think anyone can ever love me, or maybe even accept me for, you know, whatever I am, or whoever I think I am. Um, but like just being able to, I, that's kind of like, I don't know. I was just, it was tough for me because I've been wanting to watch that movie for some reason in my mind. I was like, I want to watch the beauty and the beast. I want to watch the beauty. And, the beast. and then finally last night, I just watched the whole movie. Oh man. It was just so beautiful. Everything about it. You know what I'm saying? Like when she leaves him and then he comes, she comes back and he's singing that song. Sheesh. Oh my goodness. I was almost in tears of how like passionate that was. 
Um, and, you know, just as they get to know each other, you know, they first hated each other, but they start opening up and, and kind of, you know, showing who they are on the outside or on the inside, actually, for that matter. And they actually just, you know, they fall in love and it's beautiful. And the singing, you know, it, kinda, it touches me. I don't know why, but that's just one of my favorite movies now. The Grinch is my favorite movie and The Beauty and the Beast is my second favorite movie now of all time. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of I, I didn't I know I didn't really dive deep into it. But uh, maybe we'll do that another time. But for sure, you gotta watch that movie. That movie's so beautiful. So that's my top five. And then lastly, <clears throat> we'll just talk about it real quick. I know it's 32 minutes long, and I'm sorry for holding you guys up. But the mother's love, mother's unconditional love is just like no other. I'm sure women feel the same way about men. Um, but you know, that's kind of who we look for in a, in a in a woman. And as weird as that sounds, not in the sense of like obviously a physical appearance, but her heart. We want our next girlfriend our next, to be our wife and have the same heart our mother has. Because my mom is super strong. She's super loving, caring. There's nothing in this world that would, like, you know, she, she's like the mother bear, you know, defending her cubs all the time. And she'll never stop. And that will never be, I can never tell her to stop, you know, loving me because her love will always be eternal. And um, I love my mama so much, so, so much.